0: Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the house.
1: Welcome in. Come in, get comfortable, have a seat, and join us. Let us know what you're trying to tackle around your house, home, castle, or cabin. And we'll do everything we can to put our home building, remodeling, and maintaining experience to work for you. Whether you're an Arizona fifth generation homesteader, a pioneer, a longtime resident, or a brand new citizen of the great state of Arizona, rely on us. We've been here doing this since the early 70s. Got here in 66 and started building and remodeling with tools in the back of my CJ5 Jeep in 1972. You can join the conversation. That's why we're here to visit with you. The lines are open. Jess is here. Call screening today. The number is one 767 4348 Like I say, let us put our experience to work for you here at Rosie on the House. We've been doing this for 35 years, have built out a referral network that lives at the website,
2: rosieonthehouse.com. And our goal and dream with that is anything you need for your home, castle, or cabin when it comes to professional services, you can find there. And they've all been uh, licensed, bonded, insured, uh, and business locally for at least five years. In addition to that, uh, they've gone through a background check, signed a code of ethics, signed a complaint resolution policy. All of our customer feedback from you, the Arizona homeowners, when you come and Uh, You want to provide feedback on them. We don't take that directly. It's done by a third party. That way there's no chance of uh, any manipulation. You go to a lot of these other places where you can have ratings. Well, all those ratings, you have to have an account for that platform, whatever it is. And then you put your rating in there. And we don't do that. The guild quality does it all. It verifies that you did have the work done by this contractor. And that way there's never any false reviews and uh, whether whether good false reviews or bad false reviews, there's no false reviews. So it's all managed by a third party. It helps keep that perfect separation of church and state. And they're all still, uh, you know, five star and over, over the thousands of guild quality surveys we've received back where the entire network is at a 98 uh, percent score right now. And we've got some new members. If you joined us last hour, Urban Shed Concepts has, uh, it's been a company we've been working with for a long time, but now officially through the entire screening process and a partner here at Rosie on the house. Uh, But we also have Regal Kitchen and Bath as part of our vision for their referral network is when somebody comes and types in their zip code of the residence that they're looking for, whether it's their home that they're looking for, they're looking for a friend, they're looking for a family member, just type in the zip code of where you want the work performed, and we would have somebody regional in your area. Well, as the Southeast Valley has grown, Santan, Queen Creek, Gold Canyon, uh, been been growing out that way for a long time, well, a lot of these homes are now getting to the age where they need work done or like we've seen through... Uh, you know, the restructuring of work for the last couple years with working from home, the need to change the layout floor, add space, whatever the case may be, uh, add an additional bathroom. (laughs) We have uh, a general contractor now in that area, Regal Kitchen and Bath, that's part of the network. They're actually scheduled to be in studio coming up in June. So we'll look forward to having them on as well. So we've probably announced in the Southeast Valley, we have a general contractor and that adds to our list of general contractors. We've got a great partner in the Gilbert area as well, BC Renovation, Central Phoenix. We have Kirk Development. And then in the Scottsdale area, we've got Rosie Wright Design Build Remodeling. So there's a great variety of general contractors there. We also have a realtor that's been working through the making your way through the screening process uh, insurance agent independent insurance agent and aqua tub therapy which is uh, a great way to you know, redesign and update your bathroom for aging in place and then we've got a nightscaping company for outdoor night lighting that's all coming through so we're happy to be bringing those to you as we get them through the screening process and you know one thing that we've always had a uh category wise if you know anybody in these areas gutters because uh, most people that do gutters also do a lot of other things and we may not have room in those other categories so that's a hard one and and I get it because being just a gutter company would be hard and in fact our roofers have looked at it a few times I'm like do it do it I'll buy the gutter machine if it is. <laughs> but then <clears throat> they won't want they don't want to do gutters on anything that they're not doing the roof for so it's it's fu- it's getting that right tie in so a, a gutter company and uh you know concrete and masonry small jobs those are hard and yes. if, if i was a concrete and mason i wouldn't want to do them either so i completely get it but if you happen to be one or know somebody who's licensed bonded insured and been in business for 5 years that will take residential concrete and masonry jobs we those are, <clears> no. we want to know <laughs> those would be
1: three categories we could use cuz we, we would be referring them out a lot. It hurts to have y'all call looking for somebody, and we just don't have anybody to give you. But it is a growing network. Uh, we do have new members uh, applying uh, in, in a big wave right now. We're pretty excited about that. So I would like to congratulate all of the volunteers. We talk about the growing state of Arizona, Maricopa County. Again, fastest-growing county in the country. Congratulations to all of you who volunteered to help clean the highways. Over 12,000 bags of trash collected by volunteers over the course of last year, saving the department, ADOT, $600,000 in manpower. So if you're one of the companies that have the sign posted on the side of the road, this stretch of road taking care of uh, such and such company, Thank you, all of you, for signing up, participating in that, and keeping our great state as clean as it was. And hopefully we'll stay, even with everybody coming in. I was sent a little piece of humor today, or this week, and uh, it's uh, a quote from a homeowner. It says, we were doing home renovations, and incredibly, we knocked down a wall and found a secret, fully furnished room. And then I remembered. We live in a duplex. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay. One of the other things I got a lot of input on in the past week was a lot of reaction to a comment we've mentioned a couple times about uh, um, an apparent um, trend where some people are wanting to outlaw natural gas appliances. Uh, and it started in California. Uh, it it spread to other areas. Uh, Berkeley, California, was kind of the birthplace of this movement. And I can tell you that the Ninth District, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, has overturned the Berkeley ban on gas appliances and says that you cannot do that. That is illegal. So the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals is on the side of the American homeowner. The Also, the Association of Home Appliance Manufacturers has instigated a new bill into legislation called the Save Our Gas Stove Act of 2023. <laughs> uh, and, and they are all over getting the legislation in. So I don't think at this point, regardless of anyone's attempt to try and outlaw gas appliances, it doesn't look like it's going to get much traction Right now, we've got a few things going on in the uh, Rosie event calendar. Roger Naylor's up at Reardon Mansion uh, next weekend, and he's going to be talking about his new book. Uh, Y'all ought to take a look at the event page at Rosie on the House, because it's about great things to do in, about, and around the great state of Arizona. And Roger Naylor just happens to be one of our favorite Arizona authors he talks about hiking all over the great state of Arizona he's tread his boots just about everywhere you could possibly imagine so check it out it's going to be state historian Roger Naylor presenting the new book Awesome Arizona at Reardon Mansion May 8th at 1215 and I, I wrote him and I said hey Roger I'm gonna just kind of drop this little mention on air he says well also mention this. On Wednesday, April 26th, he's going to be at the Sedona Heritage Museum, 10 a.m., free event. So come out and listen to him blab about the beauty of Arizona amid an apple orchard in the Red Rock Country. Sedona Heritage Museum is at 735 Jordan Road, and that's April 26th. Roger Naylor. Just a few things going
2: on around the state. Tonight at Oracle State Park, just north of Tucson, there is a <clears throat> the Dark Sky Party for Earth Day happening tonight. Uh, it's actually happening all day. It starts at 7.30 and goes till 9 p.m. tonight. Next weekend, if you're looking for an RV or some type of vehicle for, you know, the, the, the different types of RV applications that are out there are quite incredible. But the uh, La Mesa RV has their... Uh, rv show at westworld next weekend and uh where did that last one go then on may 6th there's the wildlife fair at, going on in payson and if you have a community event we actually don't charge to post anything on our community event at rosieonthehouse.com. you can just go to rosieonthewhouse dot slash event on the right hand side it says event promotion request fill out the information and we'll either approve it and post it or you know if it's something like I'm sorry a high school car wash uh, <laughs> a uh, you know a, a lot of we we have our nonprofit partners that we work with if we put an event for every single nonprofit out there, well, then we wouldn't get anything done. So we 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 focus on uh, you know just our, our existing nonprofits, but uh, fairs, festivals, um, getting out something educational. Arizona. The Arizona Game and Fish uh, Expo that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. We've got the Prescott and Payson rodeos coming up. So, uh, as it relates to outdoor activity or community development, uh, yeah, give it a shot. Fill it out may just get on there.
0: Hi, I'm Nate Wolf, owner of Blue Sky Pest Control. This is Curtis Whalen, owner of Blue Sky Pest Control. You're listening to Rosie on the House.
2: One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. If you'd like to join the conversation, we've got Hector who's first on the line, first on the air. Welcome to the program. You can also text questions to four one one nine two three. Hector, what you working on?
0: Yes, sir. Um, I was uh, looking into trying to save money on my electricity on the home, and I had run into a, a, a device made by P E F L. Um, and it's a KVAR capacitor. I honestly don't know a lot about electricity. I just I wanted to know if it's something I should invest in putting on my home to go ahead and save money. I just don't know if you've ever heard of it. We we have, Hector. Let me ask
1: you a few more questions. Oh. Um, what, sure. what size is your home?
0: Um, it's about 2,500 square feet. It's a one-story home. Okay. And is it dual energy
1: or all-electric? Um, all electric. Okay, and who is your
0: electric provider? Johnson Utilities. Okay. Oh, that's my water. Yeah, um, that's water. <laughs> no, that's what I thought. The <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm sorry. <laughs> my my wife pays the bills. I, I think it's SRP to tell you the okay. truth. Okay, okay. I just make the money; she pays the bills. <laughs> good, good. Well, well,
1: Hector, that's a you've got a noble job, and so does she. Now, Hector, how many people live in the house?
0: Right now, just two and four wonderful little dogs. Okay. We're empty nesters.
1: Okay. And what temperature do you like to keep the house in the middle of the summer?
0: If I'm correct, I think my wife leaves it at 72. Okay.
1: All right. So you like it fairly cool. There's two of you in the house. What year was the house built?
0: Um, 2007.
1: Okay. I would guess... Your highest summer bill is probably something in the neighborhood of about three and a quarter to three seventy five. Am I close? Or do you are you um, on you know you ha- if Or do I you remember- have to
0: ask your wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. yeah. I think um that she tells me it's like one seventy five. In the middle of the summer? Yes, yeah, because I think she's I don't know if she applied to a program or something. Oh, okay. I should have if, had
1: answers to already. <laughs> okay, no, that's all right. If she, The only thing I was trying to get to is I'm trying to guess by your house size, the temperature you keep it, how many people are in it, how, how many total kilowatt hours are you burning in a uh, typical month in the middle of the summer? Because no one's interested in service, saving electric bills in November December, January, and February. You're only interested in saving electric bills when, you're, when your summer spike comes. I'm guessing you're probably in a 2007 home, 2,500 square feet, two people, set at 72 degrees. You're burning about 3,000 kilowatt hours. And I'm guessing that you're probably at 325 to 375 actual consumption price, not, not if you're on the budget plan. So... You're probably at about $0.15 cents a kilowatt. And you're not going to be able to spend a lot of money um, getting much lower than that, okay? Uh, you're, I think you're in pretty good shape. I do free utility assessments for anybody that will give me access to their owner portal at the SRP portal. You, you and I can talk offline. Your, your wife and I can visit. I can get access. And I can tell you, if you're at 13, 14, 15 cents a kilowatt, don't spend any money trying to save. Shade your windows. Uh, screen your windows. Uh, check your weather stripping. But specifically about the product you asked for, we are a huge, huge disbeliever in that technology. It's called power factor correction and it works on motors that are the size of the rocket ship that almost made it to space this week (laughs) it power factor correction only works on motors the size of school buses and bigger it cannot work will not work physically impossible to work on motors the size that you have in your house that particular product Specifically, I couldn't persuade you more strongly: do not invest your money. And
2: on top of that, okay, have Jess, your
1: wife. You can put away my soapbox.
2: Have your wife show you your electric bill, and add up everything that's not electricity that you're paying for. Yeah, I mean it. It's easily a third of your bill, if not more, goes to uh, pocket somebody else, and that's somewhere along the, and way. that's every month. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So when you're looking at your high bill, you know, go add up all the surcharges and all the taxes and all the other things that they're siphoning off. That uh, and you're you're stuck
1: with those. The only thing you can impact
2: they don't is, even come from the electric company. You know, they're yeah, mandated these yeah. from you know government.
1: The, the taxes, the distribution, the infrastructure, and all of that. So the only thing you can impact is how many kilowatts you buy. If you're on a time of day plan, make sure you're buying it at the cheap time of day. Um, so, Hector, uh, Jess is going to pick you back up. We'll get your phone number. I'll do a little one-on-one consult with you during the week
2: on phone and see where you are. Join the conversation, one 767 4348 That's one rosie for you. We'll get your screen and be ready to go on air after bottom of the hour news.
1: You see, this is the kind of music I'd be playing with one of the Oxleys' urban shed concepts, pool cabanas. <laughs> I'd have the I'd have the shade door up, the bar folded down, a little California surfing music with contiki laps and some and some lamps and some palm leaves hanging over the edge of the shed roof, and a surfboard leaning up against the cabana.
2: All ready for the (laughs) summer. The only thing missing there is the grill. And our weekly to-do this week talks about refreshing your barbecue grill. I would like to to say we put enough thought into it that we did this ahead of May, which is uh, National Barbecue Month, Uh, but it wasn't. It was just coincidental that we happened to time that uh, perfectly ahead of it. If you get our weekly email newsletter that goes out on Thursdays uh, with a lineup of talking points for the broadcast coming up on Saturday, you already had uh, an opportunity to read through this. Keeping safe, keeping safety and taste first when we're doing our working on our outdoor grills and barbecues. Because if you've got all that out there at your pool, you got to have your grill going with that. That's
1: right. Absolutely, and it's probably been used pretty heavy with as nice a winter as we had, and it's time right now to give it that good annual clean. So one of the things we like to raise people's awareness up is we're we're kind of getting on the bandwagon of educating the homeowners. Do not use wire brushes to clean your barbecue grills. Uh, there's actually been cases where those wire brushes leave pieces of the wire that did end up getting ingested uh, by you and your family. So uh, you're going to want to stick stick away from wire brushes and cleaning your grills. We'll get to that. Um, a couple more tips on getting that grill ready and keeping her clean. We've got Miss Jessie a- answering your calls. You can give us a ring at one 767 48. Miss Jess, what have you got in there? I see you waving me down.
0: There. <laughs> yes. We had Harriet who called in and she wants to know if anyone does vinyl siding in Arizona and if you would recommend vinyl siding.
1: That's a two headed question. Um, I am not a fan of vinyl
2: in the Arizona
1: sun, but there are good products. Uh, to consider that are that will hold up OK. I cannot give you the name of a vinyl siding contractor. Uh, the only one we had in the network for years and years and years retired and moved back to Iowa. <laughs> so we don't currently have vinyl siding. I would want to know more from Harriet about what is it she's trying to do that is a product that used a lot in the Midwest Very low maintenance, kind of a handsome look, uh, can be made to look like wood with some wood grains, come pre-colored, never needs painting. There's a lot of things about it that's very appealing
2: in Kansas. Mm -hmm. Outside of the Extreme UV, and there's so many other great products that are available on the market if you do want that look without going vinyl. Right. uh, That can add additional outsolation and, you know, where... Let's say you've got an R nineteen wall right now, you put this extra outdoor siding on it, it may jump you up to R twenty two, R twenty four, and be a more forever product. Like Rosie had said, vinyl will break down over time in the Arizona Sun. You could have, you know, pigmented color embedded into these other products that and it, go and on the siding so you don't have any kind of color fading or chipping and a great look. I mean I, I get the style of the Midwest and yeah. especially yeah. if you're from there but you know in Arizona I think a better look if you're not in one of the old ranch style houses uh, but if you're in one of the more modern track home style or you know stucco is is doing a, a brick veneer you know whether it's accent or the complete wall there's so many different options that are available and again so many of those have pigment color all the way through. You can have an airspace in between it, so it increases the R value to your home even more. Uh, and we don't have to worry about it here, but their ratings are you know, as good enough for hurricane and tornado country.
1: And the heat is so bad here that the vinyl expands considerably in the summer. And if it's not installed right, it'll get real wrinkly and crinkly, like old carpet in grandma's living room that needed to be replaced 40 years ago. Um, so there, uh, even a vinyl installation contractor from Cincinnati that moves to Phoenix has to relearn how to install it when he comes down here. One of the other questions I got this week, and I'll kind of bring this up because it goes with Hector's question. How do we save money on our electric bill? We're just getting ready to go into the summer rates. The electric utility companies actually charge more for electricity in the summer than they do in their winter. So we're flipping to the more expensive summer rates. But uh, I have, a, I have a, a, a listener here from Mesa. And he says, I took my 10 by 20 south facing patio and I covered it three sides with sliding glass doors. I've sunblock draped all around, inside and out. I have a 4,000 BTU AC installed on the patio. But it still stays very hot. Should I insulate the ceiling joists? Uh, that's a big uh huh. <laughs> yes, you should insulate the ceiling joists. Uh, you you're, you're with the with the patio the size you say it is, ten feet deep. That's probably a two by four. Might be a two by six. Uh, go in there with an R eleven, R nineteen, but. With three sides of it facing south, being all glass, even though you've shaded it inside and out, that is going to continue to be a warm room. It's going to be prohibitively expensive to take that 4,000 BTU air conditioning unit and try and keep that room cold, even cool. So that's tough. I see we've got uh, someone calling, Mike calling from... uh, Southern Utah. Hot dog. I'm, a, I'm just I'm a field trip. I gotta go check this one out. <laughs> uh, Mike, what are you working on? Hey, Wendy, how are you doing? Good.
0: Uh, are you... Uh, we have a cabin in southern Utah and uh it's up about seventy five hundred feet. We live here at Phoenix. And uh, the cabin faces east with all the windows of uh you know that whole side of the house is windows. Okay. We have a cedar deck that wraps around the front of it. And uh, right now, there's about six feet of snow on it, but that's going to be shortly. <laughs> and uh, that means I have to re- redo the uh, treatment on the deck. And I'm just wondering if you've got any ideas for what I can use. I've been using a Mesmer product, and every year, by the end of the summer, because of the heat from the windows and the heat from up there, it looks... It, it, does not look good anymore, and by the time I get up there after the snow, it's going to look even worse.
1: Well, let me ask you this, Mike. Let me ask you one more question. Uh, How long has the deck been down?
0: I couldn't quite hear you. I'm sorry.
1: How long has the deck been installed? Almost 20 years. Okay. All right. That's what I needed to know. All right. Well, Mike, the product that we would recommend for a situation like that that we use in decks in northern Arizona a lot um, is a product called Wood Life. And it's a penetrating oil for that cedar. It soaks all the way in. It's not a topical finish. And what we tell people is when you go up there, when the snow melt uh, is gone and the wood is nice and dry, uh, mop on a coat let it set for two or three days mop on another coat let it sit another couple days go ahead and get several coats on it Uh, and the fact that it's 20 year old cedar the grain ought to be pretty open it ought to soak up a lot of that oil Uh, and you're probably going to need to do that each summer pretty heavy but once that wood retains a couple years of that treatment you can probably go down to just one coat every spring, and you'll be all set. But that's the product that we have found to be the longest-lasting and the most beneficial to the wood called wood life.
2: And that's if you have real wood. At the point you're yeah, ready to replace you. it yeah. or somebody else, if you have a deck that you're looking to build, whether it's you know up in the high country or down on the desert floor, don't use wood uh there are so many products that are available that look like wood that are made out of uh you know re- recycled plastic mixed with sawdust that's coming out of lumber mills that is extremely durable they die you know we were talking earlier about siding and having the dye all the way through the siding uh same thing here on these you know trex is one that's pretty popular i just ran into another a new one called tangent which is similar. Uh, I actually saw it at the Saba Home Show when we were in Tucson last weekend. And it's a company that makes uh, patio furniture out of this material. Uh, It's got a very, very nice finished surface. But these things are designed to really withstand the, the UVs, the heat, the outside. You know, wood warps, it bends, it splinters, it cracks. These don't have that. And would would be a much better product to look at when you're building a new uh, yeah. a new deck than than a traditional wood one. At the Say, at,
1: at the point that twenty year old cedar deck needs to be replaced, you ought to consider looking at the composites. And I would think twenty years is, is uh, approaching the end of its natural life. So, yeah. Woods, I'd lo- I, I wish that was a better connection. I'd love to know where Mike is in Southern Utah. That's beautiful. Yeah.
2: Wood's a... Uh, Wood's a great material for a lot of applications, but it's interior. It's cabinets, uh, the inside of your window frames, uh, wood trims on the inside. Of Anywhere wood used on your home, you always hear Rosie say, if, if he could uh, be dictator for a day and make a rule about housing, well, that would be mine. Is No exterior wood application.
1: There you go. <laughs> when we get back, we've got Ted on hold. He wants to talk or get my ideas on installing solar. So we'll we'll cover that right when we get back, right after this. All right. I just am receiving texts. I said I would do something last week. I didn't do it. I said I would do it two weeks before that, and I didn't do it. And apparently this particular person is getting a little impatient on when am I going to make good on my promise of informing the world who I think was the most qualified man to ever serve as president of the United States and I've read uh, the biographies of virtually every president and I can tell you the most humble and the more I, I didn't say he was the best president I just I think he was the best man to ever take the office. He was the most qualified at the time. He's a very humble man, and he only served for a very short time due to the fact that he was assassinated. But Rosie's answer to that question is James Garfield was probably the most Qualified man. Did you guess that, Jesse? Just, just guess that. No, I'm related to him. <laughs> you're really Well, you're well. However, you're related to him. I think of all the biographies I read, I've read, it, over forty uh, of the biographies of all the ones I've read, he was the he's the one I would have liked to know personally. Let's get to Ted, who wanted to call and ask about that solar at Twenty Fourth and Broadway. Morning, Ted. Go
2: ahead,
1: Ted. Oh, okay. Do you hear me? Uh, but yeah, yeah. Let's test the connection here. Hello. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ted.
0: Okay, I have a, a a church, and I was wondering who can I get to put solar on it. Most uh, people I talk to, they, they don't put solar on top of church buildings.
1: Okay. All right, Ted. Uh, I what what I want you to know, and what I want all the listeners to know is um, we are about ready to publish a consumer's guide for photovoltaic solar equipment for Arizona homes, okay? And it's going to expose some really ugly tactics the solar industry uses uh, by, uh, let's just call them insincere uh, solar salespeople. We blind shop solar companies with our Arizona families and our Arizona homeowners. And I can tell you, Ted, I hope you could hear me. The two companies that we would tell you to talk to are both on our website. They're the two that you can trust to do a fair analysis, not manipulate the data, manipulate the return on investment, manipulate the escalation clauses, or manipulate the retaining fees or the financial fees it's all very, very confusing. Get in touch with Fox
2: Valley Solar. There we go. Sorry. 623-587-7370. They're in Central Phoenix and we've got Center, Sun Valley Solar, Sun Solar Valley. Solutions and Chandler, Sun Valley Solar Solutions 480. Six, eight, nine, five thousand. So either one of those have gone through the screening process, you know, been in business at least five years, both of them a lot longer than that, licensed, bonded, insured. And they are people that will actually build something that is... They'll give it to you straight. They'll give you the information straight, and they're the... They won't sell you something you don't need. They won't get you into a horrible leasing uh, contract. You know, it's... And now the purchasing
1: contract with interest rates, they've got origination fees that are insane. It's, it's, a, it's a complicated world, Ted, but those are two solar contractors in the great state of Arizona, right here in Maricopa County, who have passed our test. And it ain't an easy test to pass. Uh, many, many more fail that test than pass it. Fox Valley Solar and Sun Valley Solar.
2: And I don't know Thanks a single solar contractor that doesn't do commercial as well as residential. Mm-hmm. And why you're having somebody say that they won't put it on the church, that one surprises me. Because I these solar guys, you know, the good ones, I have yet to see a, a situation where they weren't able to figure out where to put those panels. Uh, it may not be the incomplete system you were looking for. It may be in your yard uh, angled at a certain angle direction uh, if the roof uh, structure it doesn't support it or it's not facing or it's shaded so you know a, a good solar company will find that solution and where to get those panels installed for you and I, I i've seen a lot of churches especially like the parking oh, lots oh, yeah seriously you know, that which i think is a brilliant application for solar. Is. i've seen it <laughs> at schools and churches where and and uh, a number of grocery stores as well have these big covered parking that instead of just being a roof it's solar panels on top so now you have a shaded parking while you're there and uh it's uh, the the con- the electric generation so you don't have to interfere with your roofing structure I mean, it's a perfect I, application for solar i think
1: oh eddie basha started that at the at, at the grocery stores boy everybody else everybody else thought that was a pretty good idea too so if you want to finish getting our information on how to refresh your barbecue grill Get to roseyallthehouse.com. It is our do-it-yourself tip of the week. And it also I share with you in that tip two of my favorite grilling recipes. How I particularly and specifically grill my steaks and a little secret family recipe grilled salmon. I guarantee
2: you'll love it. You can just search Refresh Barbecue Grill at the search engine at rosieonthehouse.com for that article. Uh, next week, our weekly to-do talks about RV home maintenance. Uh, if you have an RV, uh, you know, that is part of home ownership. And a lot of the, you, <laughs> you drive around, you see a lot of the storage facilities. A lot of people have an RV based on how many you see parked out there and how many homes are being built with an RV storage shed. So We'll cover the key elements for uh, RV home maintenance here ahead of our summer vacation trip. Our on the house to, uh, guests will be day and night plumbing. So, we got a day with a plumber next week, and uh, we have actually a special uh, guest for our eight o'clock.